0: Welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we see new movies and then share those spicy takes with you, the listener. My name is Robert Anderson, I'll be your host for today, and I'm joined by a very special guest, the infamous, the busy, uh, the locally famous, uh, his name is Mike Burge. How are you doing there?
1: I'm very good, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Uh, Mike, you and I just had a intimate screening of a movie mired with uh, controversy uh, a movie that's been talked a lot, uh, been talked about a lot for the past month or so since it had its uh, premiere, and it is now here for the public. We're some of the first eyes to gaze upon this film, and uh, let's break into it. We saw the Joker.
2: Oh
1: yeah, Joker.
0: We saw the joke. We saw the movie about the jokester, the uh, quote-unquote origin movie that has to do uh, with a guy who. Puts on the stuff on his face, mm-hmm. and then he does uh, things that may or may not have consequences.
1: Joker, Dark Phoenix. Joker, Dark. Like <laughs> Joker,
0: Dark Phoenix. Uh, it's a Todd Phillips joint. Uh, it con- He is uh, probably most known for the Hangover movies, and he's bringing us a movie. Um, you know, that's this now. Uh, Mike, what is your really hot take on the Joker?
1: Uh, I think that, you know, a little context, uh, as far as, uh, my going into all of this thing, what with the controversy and everything, like, even though it's something that you don't want to, you know, stain your experience of the movie. And even if you think like I did for a little bit, that uh, the whole controversy was a little silly and overstated, you can't help but be intrigued by the presence of it. And it's always interesting to kind of try and understand it. And the more you try and understand it, the more you start leaning one way or the other. Uh, me and you have had a lot of fun. I think the past couple. I've I've
0: described weeks. us like uh, the way Pennywise from It uh, feeds on fear. We've been feeding on uh, Joker discourse. Yeah, it's been keeping us nourished
2: and
1: yeah. Lean. I, <laughs> I get, I get, and I also like as like I understand both sides of the controversy of watching a movie like this and feeling certain ways, or having not even seen it and feeling a certain way. It's very interesting. Like few movies come around that, you know, just the trailers and the idea and the presentation of what they're doing, the possibility of it being controversial is itself a controversy. And I find that interesting because I like to talk about movies and I like discourse and Mm -hmm. uh, the controversy around this movie is very plainly simple. Is this the right time for a movie like this? Do you judge the movie based on its placement in time? Fifteen years from now, we're going to know in 2019 that this movie came out and we're going to remember what the world was like in 2019 when we're all sitting around like TVs that are on fire to keep warm <laughs> in the desert wastelands. Um, but uh, having all said that about the controversy, I went into this movie and I was like, it, I really kind of accidentally, and I think we talked about this too, that we both kind of accidentally positioned ourselves in a way where there was no way we weren't going to enjoy this movie. It could have been bad. It could have been mediocre and just fine. It could have been great. And either way we were going to kind of get an experience out of it, which I think is what the controversy has done for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I think that's why uh, WB Warner brothers really kind of jumped on the wagon of doing interviews and stuff like that. Um, Whether that was intentional or anything like that, that's all up in the air. But I would say briefly mm-hmm. uh, after the controversy stuff and how we feel uh this movie is um uh, just a movie
0: uh, it can the movie can't hurt you right uh
1: it's just a <laughs> movie no but i mean that even uh like deeper or even like less deeper it, <laughs> it's just a movie right um there's really in my opinion not a whole lot going on in this movie
0: I don't think the movie really gives a shit about much.
1: No, and that's felt, and it's not in the way that you would want something like that to be. Yeah, that's not a compliment. Yeah, it's not. There's, it's not, uh, and I feel like I'm ripping the headline from something else, because I never read anything on this. I just saw headlines popping up on various movie sites that I dive into at the end of the night and just, like, read up on some stuff, but I Didn't read a whole article on it, but uh, there was one headline that specifically said that uh, it's something to the effect that I feel while I was watching the movie. I kept thinking of it is like this movie just Joker is just not nuanced enough or smart enough to be controversial. The it coming out and leading up to it, that controversy exists and will always be around. The movie itself really doesn't have anything that's that controversial because it really feels like it doesn't know what it's doing. Uh, If it had an intention, I don't think it's a badly made movie. I just think that it's very mediocre. It's a very odd movie that is a little predictable in parts. uh, I'm just going to go out and say it with the hot take. I think Joaquin Phoenix is just fine in it. I don't, yeah, I don't
0: think he had to lose all that weight. <laughs> I don't
1: think that it's, I don't think that he's really doing anything that's really blowing me away. Uh, but again, I don't want to be like such a pessimistic about it because I did genuinely enjoy most of the movie. Like it was moving and like, and I was like, okay, towards the end, it gets a little bit more like, oh, Jesus Christ. The but, end of
0: the movie, uh, you know, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, I- I'm waiting for certain things that have consequences. I'm waiting for certain actions to maybe be, Commented on or held to a certain standard, and uh, you know. Before we go any further, what we do with hot takes when we're in the first half of the episode, we're spoiler free. So if you haven't seen the Joker yet and you're listening to this, don't worry. We'll tell you before we break into the meat and potatoes of the movie. Right now, we're just gonna talk about the plate that it's served on. I
1: think that it's non spoilery uh, to say that he becomes the Joker at some point, right?
0: I think that's revealed in the trailer mm. that he puts on the stuff uh, onto his face, and he or was puts- he the
1: Joker the whole time? Mm. Mm.
0: Something we ask God, ourselves every so day. So fucking deep. So deep. I mean, I think uh, my hot take on the movie is that, you know, I, I'm still figuring it out. So you know, much like a lot of hot takes, we kind of massage out our feelings as we go forward. Uh, I didn't particularly like the movie. Mm. Um, I thought the movie was well crafted. I think from like a technical standpoint. I thought the movie looked very nice. Mm. I liked a lot of the shots of the movie. Um, I didn't like any of the needle drops of the film. I'll tell you that. Oof. I think they're all bad. Um, and ra- they range from bad to terrible in my personal opinion. Uh, I agree that walking Phoenix is pretty much just fine in the film. Um, I'm coming at it from another position of uh, I read the leaked scripts to mm. the Joker Um and there was, you know, a while where I was curious and I think you even were like, do you think it's the real script? Do you think it could be possibly like someone try to write it? Uh I'm convinced now it is the real script. There's a lot of changes to it that Course. you know, I think we can talk about when we get to spoilers, and I can give you my insight to what I read. Um the thing that the only thing that blew me away from the movie is that uh what they were able to do with that script is a lot better on screen. Sure. Shockingly better on screen than i would have thought um but that doesn't mean i think the movie is particularly good because a lot of the things that makes a movie good is how it makes you feel uh i think good movies make you cry make you laugh make you feel a certain way i think movies that tap into your you know empathetical center or core is what makes a good film you know that's why something like beetlejuice can hit you real good and it's a goofy, silly movie, but has a lot of heart to it, you know? I I don't think this movie has a heart to it. Uh, I don't think there's really much emotionally to latch on to the film. You have a protagonist that, you know, this is a spoiler-free hot take, is not someone you care about. I don't think... I think the movie is very... The movie, like, is trying to be like, I don't give a shit, but also is very trepidatious to not make you empathize with this character, so then you just have a central protagonist that doesn't really matter the only interesting thing about him is the pop culture he is originated from the joker and you know by the time that he's full-blown doing his thing it's just kind of like okay Mm -hmm. so that's that's my spicy take
1: and yeah i i checked out fairly early on in the movie as far as like following hoping for uh arthur fleck Joaquin Phoenix's character <laughs> yeah. like I I really just there's things that happen in the movie that you know you can kind of glean from the trailers and stuff but yeah for the sake of non-spoilers and so we won't be specific but there's things like and you know like there's things that he's gonna do and when he does them you know one of the controversies was all about like uh, glorifying and stuff like that yeah. or the 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 difference between um you know like uh Uh, exhibition and endorsement, depiction and endorsements or or, or rather. Uh, And it's, it's just like, there's nothing even there to even like grab onto either of those two things. It's just kind of like doing this thing that kind of just seems just uninformed and not self-aware enough to really have anything to latch onto. And then as soon as things start escalating, you're just kind of like, well, now I don't like this guy. And now I'm like, I have to follow this dude around for an hour and a half and I don't like him. I don't necessarily, I'm not rooting for him. Am I not supposed to be? And then there's things that happen in the movie that you're obviously supposed to be and things happen to him where now you're supposed to feel even bad, worse for him. And I'm like, you lost me very early on. And that was one of like the really weirdest parts of it was I was I was nervous that, that was going to happen. And I was aware of like, how i'm supposed to be feeling and i just kept coming into these corners where i was just like i don't i'm not i don't think that this is connecting with me the way that it thinks that it is and i'm certain that it will connect in the way that it is intending with many many people
0: yeah
1: um this conversation that we are going to have is but the start of many
0: absolutely joker
1: is going to be seen by a lot of people Mm -hmm. um And uh, everyone's going to have their take. I'm actually really excited to talk to everybody. Yeah. People that agree with me, people that don't, that classic little bit of like, you know, discourse. But uh, I I am actually just like kind of relieved that it's not this. uh, It's not as insane as I thought it would be uh, to use like a specific word. No pun intended. But like (laughs) it's. It's not as bad as I thought it would be in terms of what the controversies were about. But I also don't know if that's worse or better.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think it dies as deep as I was afraid it was going to in those controversies. Um, especially when I was starting to see the changes from the script and, and things like that. In the film, I was just like, I don't know what what, what needles getting pushed in what direction in these, you know... Uh, Topics that can that that are hard to talk about and and should Mm. be treated with care, which they are not in this film. Um I do think um I do think by the end of the film there are some troubling Yes. Troubling things. Things that I am like, I full blown just don't fucking like this and what you're saying. Mm. And I think that is fucked
1: up yeah and that's the that's the cheesy entree at the end you've had little bites of cheese for the appetizer <laughs> throughout where you're just kind of like well that's not too stinky yeah, yeah. and then it's just like so you want hey, cheese entree. you want Osceago, you piece yeah. of shit it's like I didn't- and, and i mean like outside of the controversy and stuff because that's not all i'm interested in talking about like the movie itself i find just very um it, it's just very bland it's a bland execution yeah. of like a pretty solid idea like oh an origin story that you can kind of make this experimental like art house film under the radar with a big budget Todd Phillips himself said that that's what they were that's what he was pitching it to Joaquin Phoenix as like we'll just make a really independent awesome honest story and we'll just call it fucking Joker like it's almost verbatim for what he said
0: right and you know that's a it's disingenuous in a lot of ways to like what this character much is much like the movie you know? much like the movie the movie the feels mo-
1: very disingenuous the movie is
0: disingenuous and like you know i um you know who the joker is as a character as portrayed by many great actors and as is portrayed in the comic books like he's a really good villain to hate mm. he is not a great protagonist to empathize with so then i question like what are we doing with the movie? And I don't even
1: know if like they were intending to do something like that. Like they're definitely trying to get sympathy in there because they need you, they need you to stay in the goddamn seat. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And again, like I'm going to be completely honest. Like I did enjoy watching the movie. Uh, It was like this little piece of art and that's what movies are supposed to be. And you're kind of seeing what these capable or incapable hands are. um, If they're competent enough, like what they are, um capable of yeah. and the, and there's not a moment where the movie is not like lightening up it's like constantly pressing on the gas and getting faster and you know i think that you know the, the music is really nice like a, like the score rather and like the how they how yeah. they're trying to like engage you and manipulate you through music scores and i think that it's shot in a rather you know slightly elegant way but like a lot of it is very simple very straightforward there's not a lot of uh, danger or um risks happening as far as like the cinematography uh, the editing in some parts is just absolutely really fucking weird but i didn't know if that was supposed to be on purpose i don't think it was maybe it was Uh, Definitely made me feel uncomfortable, but I think that the craft of the movie overall is uh, is fairly good. But you know, uh, fancy effects and sounds, good tone does not make. I think Joaquin Phoenix is like he's doing a good job. He's nothing out of control. He's
0: straight up doing the the best anyone could do with that. But there's really
1: just like you know, having a really good actor, having a bunch of great actors in this movie. Oh yeah, and having a good sound and having a good visual, like good visuals and appetites and stuff you need structure, you need a point, you need tone, and there's no tone in this movie. They're constantly going back and forth, and it was just really kind of uh, unentertaining uh, for the most part. I I think I was entertained scene by scene, because I was just trying to see where the scene was going to go.
0: Yeah, But overall, I was just kind of like, there we are. Uh, You know, I think uh, it's something we talk about a lot on hot takes and stories from podcasts in general, um, and even privately with ourselves, is uh the idea of like artistic intent. <laughs> and, you know, I think you birds are I don't wanna necessarily say a champion of artistic intent. I think we all should strive to be a champion of artistic intent. But I think you're someone who's a little bit more sensitive and empathetic to to seeing those things and to sympathizing with filmmakers and and kind of understanding where they're coming from, and it helps illuminate yeah. your understanding. Of it's it's like, a, it's
1: like it's like an expansion of like uh, something that we were talking about when mm. we were designing the Terminator One Hundred and One education class sure. on genre. Uh, we, I was talking about uh, the rhetorical situation, the idea. of The rhetorical situation is. The art itself, the medium, Mm -hmm. both uh, like the craft and everything that goes into it. This is all things to dissect, but you can also, you know, it's it's the removal of the death of the author kind of thing and being like, what does like what does James Cameron and what we know of him now say about watching Terminator and watching it through that lens? It's just a different lens that you can put on. And the more movies you watch and the more you kind of study film criticism and try it out and flex your own muscles and see what you're comfortable with, you can start like kind of flipping those lenses on and off in one sitting of a movie, just like, all right, let me look at it through this. And the, all right, let me look at it through this. And the better you get at that, you can kind of still take the movie in right. entertainment value. I'm not saying that I've perfected that, but I really do like that. I have all these different lenses that I can look at a movie. Yeah. And, you know, especially when we're fresh off of it like this, it's still right there in your head. So you can really just start kind of like looking at the memory and like holding it under like these yeah. different like frames.
0: I think you're certainly good at that. And I think, you know, uh, I'm curious what your take of artistic intention is with this movie. Um, and maybe as much as you can remove yourself from some Todd Philip quotes, some walking mm-hmm. Phoenix quotes, like, you know, what do you, what do you really think is, is the artist intent of this film at the end of
1: the um, day? Uh, not sugarcoating it or anything. And I feel like it's actually really mean. And I don't like, I don't like being too mean, like sincerely mean. I like being joking mean a lot.
0: Joking means great.
1: Joking means a lot of fun. Be the jokester. Chaos. (laughs) Um, I I think that this is what you get when you get somebody who is just not up to the task to tackle the thing that they want and they want to make a shit ton of money. Um, I think this is when the... uh, really uh, like failing at math and science jock in high school gets in trouble and gets put into video club yeah. and they're like we're going to make you the director of the independent film that we're making for this semester. The kid,
0: the kid in video club who would do the thing with his fingers to make yes. a
1: square to sure. things. Yeah. Yeah, like,
2: and he has kid, right? you know
1: he's got Garth who's like been shooting on camera since he was eight and he's got Kenneth who's like really good with sound and sound effects and he's got Jordan who's really good with editing and uh, uh, Garth Gar- Gar- uh dad is like a musician, so he's going to score it, but fucking Kenny himself, who is this jock that's like, could be studying his math a little bit better. In this hypothetical situ- this hypothetical this classroom. classroom setting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, he's just kind of like he comes in with all the best of intentions. He's like, what if we did Joker, but we told where he came from, but it was completely different from everything else, but a little bit, of, a little similar. And we really just show just, you know, kind of how like crazy it is, how like we as like, you know, a society, maybe it's our fault that the mentally ill people go out and really hurt people. And yeah. it's just like, no one stopped Kenny. Yeah. Nobody went Kenny.
0: No teacher stepped in and was just like, this is not a thing mm-hmm. that anyone really wants. Right. And this is
1: removed. Yeah. Um, and I mean that and like removed from the controversy, even though it's linked and removed from okay. the quotes that I've heard Todd Phillips say, which that's exactly what he says. He says yeah. that they made this to make fucking money, to make something a little personal, a little smaller. And uh, to just kind of like he's obviously a clapbacker to like PC culture and stuff like that, even yeah. though that's not what that is. Yep. You know, it's just it's just uh, it's just a dude who I think was a little in over his head, but had the money, had the resources, had the talent around him to be able to execute on this in a way that is going to make a shit ton of money, is going to be successful. Um, He's going I don't to maintain how the... this got a standing ovation at Venice. Like I was waiting for that's, the thing. That's
0: the thing, man. That didn't
1: fucking happen.
0: I it can't. It's reported that I did. Also, it's the greatest like, trick the Joker ever pulled. It's the booked. greatest joke. I mean, also like you know, the the movie has a ton of critical praise from people who I fucking like out there. You know, from people who I Maybe, like look to I for think it's criticism. Fine. I think that it's not like 10 out of 10. It's not a God, five no. sto- star mm. movie. Like it's, it's not
1: five stores. It's not five stores. It can fill the whole city block. No, it
0: can maybe fill half a fucking Target. Wait, this is a yeah. fucking.
1: This is a <laughs> McDonald's that's not open 24 hours.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I just like spit in my what mouth. What do you mean you thing. close at eight? What are you talking about? I'm mm-hmm. drunk. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, that's. So that's our talk about Artist Intent. That's talking a little bit about, like, kind of the the meta of the film. Um, I think when we break into spoilers, we can really talk about, like, what's really operating the film. Maybe we can kind of start digesting what we just saw. I want to break into spoilers a little early because I don't want to run out of time to talk about what the film actually is doing. Cool. Um, do you have any kind of, like, spoiler-free takes that you want to kind of throw out there? Uh, I
1: mean, I always like it when you guys... Uh, cause I'm a long time listener. Long time listener. Hot takes, yeah. First time. I uh, I always like it when you guys kind of talk about just like at, at, right before the spoilers. Like, would you recommend? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that this movie is like, if you even have a passing interest in Joker, as far as like you think you're gonna like it, definitely see it. You might get something out of it, but I really think that anybody who's on the other side of the the the, the debates, the discourse you really need to see this movie to see what's going on because I honestly believe that 80% of you are just going to like, be like, Oh, it's not that it's big fi- of a it's deal.
0: Fine. I guess there yeah.
1: are going to be that 20%, which is why PC culture has such a backlash because some people do make, you know, mountains out of ant Hills about certain things, which they're allowed to be as sensitive as they want. It's not oversensitive; It's their sensitivities, yeah. their sensibilities all coming together to form their outlook and their opinion. Um, But I do honestly believe that seeing this movie is probably good for everybody. I think that this is a movie that needs to be talked about. It needs to be in the discourse. Whether that is important or not just depends on how many voices are in the conversation. Yeah. And a, getting the yeah. most variety is important, I think.
0: It's a bummer how intrinsically tied to, like, monetary value that is. Because I do, like, want people— I like it, It's, like, this weird debate, like, of, like, I don't really want the movie to make, like, a ton of money. It's going to make
1: a ton of money. It's going to make a ton of money anyway. either way,
0: I know. But, like— you know, I also I totally agree with you, Mike. I definitely think people should should go out and see the movie, um, in theaters. Um, I think that you know I think sometimes seeing a movie that is controversial not in like the context of the actual movie, but in the conversation. Hmm. Um, you know, if you want to be a part of that conversation, if you really want to be a part of that conversation. You have to see the thing. You got to read the book. You got to read the book. If you want to fucking talk about Great Gatsby, you got to read the book, baby. You can't, you can't just be like, you don't "I don't know who the Gatsby's fuck Tom
1: Buchanan is.
0: If you don't know who Tom Buchanan is, and I how th- are you going to have this conversation? And even more so,
1: I'm really excited. I, I do not think that some people who are really jazzed for this movie, for the Joker movie, I don't think they're going to get what they want out of it. I think nope. that, I, I think, and I think the numbers will still be the same. I think that, I think that 80% of the people that I know Or that I've seen, that I think that this movie is marketing towards in a positive way. uh, I think that I think that they're going to like it. I think that they're going to think it's good. But I think that twenty percent, like, there's going to be people who are like, "What the fuck? Mm -hmm. Mm, Heath Ledger was better." And it's like, yeah, he can't be outdone. But I think he's perfect. Yeah, I think that the movie is maybe not. being advertised correctly as it is even though it is being like hailed as like this like very serious movie it's a serious superhero movie
0: yeah well that's that's always like kind of the, the hot take or not even hot take but kind of the headline that I really hate about the film already is that people are being like it's it's finally like you know a superhero movie for adults mm-hmm. and I'm just like
1: and we've had that like 15 times I've already. seen a
0: ton of you know superhero movies for all ages that have pretty adult themes in it you want to mm-hmm. tell me that fucking Black Panther doesn't have pretty adult themes in it you can go yourself fuck yourself
1: Like
0: that's it. You know, you want to try and tell me that there's not a Marvel movie out there that doesn't tackle some pretty heady themes about social discourse and what have you go fuck yourself. Like there's some good superhero movies out there. I'm a big champion for a lot of supers, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. So, all right, that's our spoiler free impressions. Uh, You know, walk away from this chunk of the podcast being like, if I haven't seen Joker yet and I want to yell about it, or if I want to just be a part of this conversation, Get yourself informed. Go see it. Um, I don't think there's, like, too many, like, triggering things happening in the movie. I'm also not really the best to, like, dissect that. So, I'm not – if there's something about the film that, like, scares you or makes you feel, like, uncomfortable or not safe, then, like, you know, maybe wait and see it on your own terms, on your own time. You know, that's totally understandable. No one should judge you for that. With all that being said, we're going to be right back with some spoilies. We're going to talk about whether Joaquin actually puts on the makeup – We're going to talk about if we think that laugh is good. And guess what I think? It's not. All right, we'll be right back.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where StoryScreen's own film laureate Brian Robert Fitzgibbons Speaks on a Film Today Fitz will discuss the 1979 Francis Ford Coppola film
2: Apocalypse Now Apocalypse Now Not gonna describe it But this movie is Directed by Francis Ford Coppola Who also did that other movie That I was talking about Godfather Apocalypse Now, I remember watching it when I was in high school and it was really long. And it, I don't know, it didn't register. And then the next couple of times I saw it, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, cinematography. That's it. I almost said it, but... uh, <laughs> Yeah, Robert Duvall, Charlie Don't Surf. Um, and once again, my man, Marlon Brando... Pulls it out at the end. I really like Dennis Hopper's character. The whole movie is beautiful. Like that motherfucker must have spent so much money on that, and probably went insane, and probably never made another good movie after it because it fucking something like that. You can't you can't make another movie after Apocalypse Now. It's really good. Um, what's the guy's name? That liberal. Um, Martin Sheen? He did a good job, I guess. But that... Run on, run on, run on. Um, pause us now. Top five. Top three. Top ten. Whatever.
1: This has been another episode of It's Fits.
0: Ow, oh, you fucking piece of shit. You were just waiting for that the entire time. Yeah. I should have saw it in your eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, Oh, been, the
1: gloves are off now, baby. Welcome
0: <laughs> just... back to another episode of Society. Oh, my God. And Society what happens. is just so
1: fucking like if we can just revert back <laughs> just to the way we were society. before 3 hours ago when we watched the movie if we could just revert back to just like you know there's just like the the chaos the chaos like it's gonna hurt him yeah he's a weak man in a weak you know in, in such a such an evil
0: the thing world. is society rejected him he didn't reject society he no. was like society no. i love you. i want to be a part of you yeah. the whole time I want to be in this the whole time. There's nothing
1: wrong with me. There's something wrong wrong with all of you guys. I'm the special
0: one. I'm special, and that's why I got to do all these bad things that the movie doesn't seem to care about.
1: Yeah. He... he, Hold on. (laughs) Come here.
0: Yeah, I'm here. What's up?
1: See, the thing about the Joker is...
2: The
0: jokester.
1: He used to think his life was a tragedy.
0: But actually... Actually, Actually, it's a- chaos. Oh, fucking sorry. Jesus! It's in my- sorry. I, like, I won't do it again. It's I'm fine. You're, just, you're giving it's me just... more tinnitus than I had before.
1: Very sorry. Very sorry. sorry to everybody too listening. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, <laughs> so just, I won't do it again. I'm sorry. You just crashed like twenty.
0: You just Every, caused everybody, you chaos everybody, the everybody just <laughs> like <laughs>
1: click delete and there's just,
0: nah. Just throw their phone out their fucking car windows. Uh, no,
1: yeah. and Spoilies. What's up, man? Hey, man.
0: Um, so breaking spoilers of the film. Uh, it's hard for me to talk about spoilers because I've known a lot about the movie from reading the script. Sure,
1: and that's an interesting part. I read the first scene. I was going to say, I know I sent it to you. You sent it to me because yeah. I was very like very curious and I really wanted to see what was going on with this because I had right. talked to people who had read the script. I don't like reading the script before because I want the movie, the final product to speak for itself. But I... Generally, I
0: agree with you, but curiosity killed the cat. Of course, or,
1: and that's yeah. fine. You're more than welcome to like
0: takes do, all kinds do baby. Do yeah.
1: yeah, do 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 you but I read like just the first scene like I limited myself as like I'm gonna only read two pages if it starts going into another scene halfway through the second page I'm gonna stop gotcha. and I think that's around what's it was a little bit of both Yeah, uh, so and I just watched like mixing
0: the, of the it's
1: like an interview that well, we're on spoilers It's the spoilers. opening interview scene.
0: That's the first scene of the script
1: after he's like, <laughs> yeah, they, he's moving. I'm for the listener, I'm putting my fingers in my mouth and I'm making myself a sheriff. You can make the voices different,
0: yeah, it's he, chaos. You look like a clown, like a clown. You know what? I really don't fucking like about this movie, it's not funny at all. No, this <laughs> is, it is not, not funny. There's funny about it. Uh,
1: it's Why is it so funny? serious? Yeah, I get you. I got you. You walked right into it. (laughs) I opened the door Um, for Yeah, the movie doesn't really have a whole lot going on as far as tone. And I'm probably going to keep coming back to that because there really is just no tone to the movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, As far as just like what it's uh, – the main thesis of it is just like almost non-existent. And if it does exist, it's essentially just like the the title of a 17-year-old's like essay in like philosophy class in high school. I. And again, I'm not. I don't want to rag on the movie so no, much, but it's a it's a really it's entertaining piece of popcorn.
0: I guess. I mean, it's like someone trying to write a you know Charles Bukowski poem and really being a piece of shit about it. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> it just doesn't seem as serious. It's just not like yeah. that's the
1: film criticism the audience is coming here for. <laughs> Joker, you know, it's just kinda <laughs> zero. <laughs> 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 I
0: think it's always hard to break into the beginning of the spoiler section because like it, it there's like a, a choke point of like all the things <laughs> we're to talk man. about. Let's
1: uh let's let's pick some shit apart. I, How I, about uh, uh what do you think about the love interest in this fucking
0: <laughs> movie? <laughs> oh, uh, that is a good uh, joke. That's pretty good, right? I've so, been practicing uh, all day. Uh Beats. Zazzy Beats.
1: Who I did not know was in this movie.
0: Oh, you didn't see it? She's in the
1: trailer. She's in the trailer, and now I know that that's her. But, like, I didn't realize that that's who that was. So, this
0: also, you know, if you're interested, this brings into one of the biggest changes from the script is this uh, Fight Club-esque. She is in these scenes with him, Mm Being, you know, seemingly giving him affection, giving him what he wants for no
1: reason at all. For
0: no fucking reason. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You heard me say during the movie when it's revealed that she's not really there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did said, you not I know? Say, uh No, I knew. Kind of catching on. It's from the beginning because the way the way they because you read the script. Because oh,
1: she's not in the script.
0: She's in the script. Aha. Uh-huh. But her being this, like, phantom of love is not in the script. Oh. In the script, they have the scene with her in the elevator. There's a few scenes where he... Taxi driver scene. Taxi driver scene. There's a few scenes where he um, knocks on her door and they exchange some dialogue and stuff. But she never seems interested in him. Yeah. Uh, And then there's the the scene where he walks into her apartment. Uh, The way it happens in the script, he walks into the apartment and she's having sex with another guy. Cool. And she's just like, "Hey, for, get the get, get the fuck out of here!" And he's just like, "Oh yeah, this is. I guess I just did something really fucking weird. I, you, you know, yeah, that's a weird thing to do, to somebody. I do
1: like uh, how they reveal it and stuff like that. Even though I, I kind of caught on earlier because it was more a self defense mechanism. Because I yeah. was like, I don't, don't. It do doesn't this. make any fucking don't sense. Dude, what are you? Do? What yeah. would
0: this normal person be trying she to do? She doesn't fucking with this? know anything. I should kiss him on the head. And what are you dude, doing? What are you Fucking talking about? Yeah, I'm
1: fucking talk. And of course, there's always the rule that I always bring up, which is if no one else is talking to this. Person, they are. They're fake. not fucking real.
0: They are fake. And of
1: course, I like that. You know, they present us earlier that you know the jokester, Mister Fleck himself,
0: Mister Fleck, the jokester, Professor
1: here. Fleck. He's yeah. he like has his like vision of being, uh, you know, in the audience at the right. Murray thing. That's so also it's like they introduce it they earlier, introduce so the idea that out. he
0: he can. Uh, have these illusions of grandeur and, and kind of engage with them. It, it's problematic, yeah, a lot like this movie. Right? Well, that's, that's kind of. I mean, it's like a weird thing about the film where if you introduce this idea of the unreliable narrator or the unreliable point of view, then it kind of invalidates like anything happening in the movie, um, which the movie's not trying to do. The movie's not trying. <laughs> right. The movie's the it's movie's not trying to do. do much. It's not trying to do <laughs> yeah. fucking anything. So it's just kind of weird that they sprinkled in. It's like, what if she's there with them? the whole time and he thinks that there's this character who really likes him and then and he never talks about her to anybody to no, he yeah. never
1: exhibits any changes in anything that's happening it's just kind of
0: there it's just they talk about like his delusions and uh, there's I think one of the biggest uh, problematic problems of the film is it's a uh, conversation around mental health the conversation is trying to have around mental health Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's just fucking garbage. It doesn't know. It's villainized. It doesn't know what's going on. And again, it's like, it's just villainizing uh, a word and a term that refers to a big umbrella of people Hmm. and just is turning them, you know. It's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm mentally ill and now society is rejecting me. Yeah. It's
1: capitalizing on something that's really terrible by just like, uh, like shaking it up with energy and just trying to make it like this entertaining thing when you're just kind of like i don't like what
0: yeah we've kind of like moved past like our understanding of like what n- mentally ill even means and like how yes mm-hmm. society. society like yeah, deal society with, like, man is just society. like because
1: you know, like funny the really fucking funny guys can't even make yeah. anything anymore
0: you know. I I also knew it was fake when he was like oh you should go see my comedy routine and then there's the scene where she's like watching yeah, she's him like and she's like oh my god this, is so, this like, is so funny and not being like I need to move the fuck out yeah, of my this bullet. guy is <laughs> fucking crazy uh,
1: what do you think about um, let's talk let's talk Batman what do you think about all that shit
0: you wanna know what my favorite part of the movie is Yeah, they have little Bruce Wayne go down the pole
1: yeah that good. that's good I I, I, that, I saw you giggle I was like her. that's fucking good, good. that's yeah. good
0: that's it. That's the only part of the movie. I time. love that the, uh. the movie the movie <laughs> couldn't
1: contain itself in getting its Yahtzees out on killing the Wayne. So They're like, you have to fucking.
0: Show. That's dude. So that shit's not in the script at all. I you. bet. Yeah, I bet it's not in the fucking the, script. The movie
1: ends. I guarantee he... a producer went, put Batman in it more.
0: Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? So, like, the. Have you, real quick, have you ever read the Pajiba? You know the site Pajiba? No. Or Pajiba,
1: familiar. I think it is. Pajiba. I'm not
0: familiar with There the was a article
1: when Batman versus Superman, I believe, was coming out. They wrote an D-O-J? article. DOJ? DOJ. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bat- Batman v Superman. DOJ. Not,
0: okay, I always get confused with JL.
1: No, 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 no. Not J-L. that one. Um. The uh, They wrote an article that was uh, titled um, The Time Has Come Once Again for the Waynes to be sacrificed so that the fields can yield a, a healthy harvest. And the whole That's article, it's really funny. The whole article is just like, we've come to that time of the year again where the Waynes must be sacrificed. Ex- you might think yes. maybe they won't, but they must. Oh. The gods must be appeased. And every time you see one, and I'm watching this movie and they start leaning towards that. And I'm just like, this is
0: Well, When he's in the car at the fantastic. end, I'm just this like, has
1: nothing to do with anything.
0: It does, it's fucking dumb. And the, when he's in the car at the end, I'm just like, all right, what am I going to see? Like, I, I was looking for like, are they going to tease like, the Zorro play happening somewhere, and then they're like, "No, we're just gonna fucking give it." To no, there's the Zorro was fucking... up there. No, no, it is up yeah. there. But I thought before we actually oh, like, just tease like, it. No, but there's like we're fucking middle finger. Yeah, there's like here's the thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like you didn't get to the part of the script because uh, no, I knew about not. the the big twist or the big twist before it was revealed to not be the big twist. That's the big twist? That that uh, Thomas Wayne uh-huh. is Arthur Flex. The Joker's. The yeah. jokester's father. Until it's revealed that he is not Definitely not. Yeah. Uh if you thought that scene in the bathroom was awkward on film, it is fucking hilarious in, <laughs> on, on, on on the paper. page. He just walks out to him when he's saying the business like, Dad, it's me mm-hmm. <laughs> And then hilarity ensues.
1: Yeah. Uh I think that uh all the stuff with Thomas Wayne is really fucking stupid. It's a lot like um, Thomas Wayne, the character. I understand this is an interpretation. It's completely different. It's separate from the books. But Thomas Wayne as a character is like a symbol of good. There's a lot of subplots and stuff in the comics where he's done like some weird stuff. And they do it for the sake of like certain things. But for the most part, he's like a champion of like pretty decent shit.
0: He made the fucking train.
1: He made the train in Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing they did with Kevin Costner. With um Clark Kent's dad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um uh John Kent, Jonathan Kent, uh where like he's supposed to be this just altruistic f- good for the sake of good that teaches Superman to not be like a snotty-nosed little fucking bitch. Yeah. Like and I mean that in like the nicest way possible. Oh, yeah, like he's, for sure. he acts like a little baby in those movies. I
0: uh like a little
1: f- dog.
0: In <laughs> the <laughs> I don't... In the Batman uh Telltale uh video games, mm. uh for those unfamiliar, they Telltale uh was a game developer who uh, made narrative-based video games, they did a Walking Dead series, they did something about uh, Borderlands, and they did a Batman series. And I played the first like season and a half of it. And it's very cool the way that they kind of flex and change a lot of like core Batman narratives. And they're one of the first people that I've seen in a mainstream way kind of do bad Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. But the way they dole out that information is like, you know, Thomas Wayne has already been dead for a while, and you kind of learn your vessel f- th- for finding out like how shitty he is through but everybody's um, through, under the assumption that, that he's, he's a so good guy. he's so good and you of find course. out you find out through Kobblepot you, you find out through penguin like that, yeah. that he is actually a bad guy. Yeah. And this like there's
1: no bad. like big revelation like he's just like a dickhead.
0: Well, he's just like a dickhead but also, you know, one of the other conversations that the movie is trying to shoehorn into it is this idea of uh, this criticism of like the 1% or of the rich. Um and he is at the forefront. He's running for mayor, he's running for office. He's head of they don't say the term Wayne Industries, I don't think, but mm-hmm. it's implied that he's that. Um and you know, uh the the society sees three rich people get killed and apparently breaks into fucking utter insanity. Mm-hmm. The uh the escalation of chaos mm-hmm. in this film does not make any fucking sense to me. Mm-hmm. I also don't understand thematically like
1: what any of what any of it means it's just
0: like what the fuck are we like nothing connects no that's the thing there's a lot of like like... oh we
1: can have a subplot about one percenters that's fucking original right Right. and somebody in the background went
0: yeah also like you know uh, the film being made by todd phillips who i assume is someone who's like pretty well off right
1: oh i think he's doing i think he's doing fine right Mm -hmm.
0: and uh i he's literally calling poor people clowns in the film like yeah and he's also really criticizing... Oh, the bad guy. The bad
1: the guy. Bad guy. Is, who just gets murdered in front of his son for no fucking reason. Right.
0: Uh, and, yeah, I don't...
1: He doesn't f- do anything wrong. No. No. At all.
0: But I guess that's, like, maybe the idea of, you know, that's how the, the pendulum could swing into the, the direction of justice by chaos rising in such a way. But that's also the thing that's, like... Uh, really just like annoying just problematic about the film is that it's just you know it's just why why do we have this character that's doing these things why do we have this character who's so fucking bad and, and just becomes evil and and even by the end of the movie he's you know obviously crazy and he's talking about how he is not making a political statement and then is ranting about a society's throwing out immensely yeah, When he starts, loner, he, starts, yeah, he
1: starts making a political statement. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. I'm just like, what the f- like, wh- like who, why? It's chaos.
1: It's just he's it's one just thing. Chaos, he's one chaos. thing now, and then he's one thing the next. And you know, they did that on purpose.
0: Yeah, who that character is by like the last scenes of the movie. Like there's no like real arc that makes that happen that makes it Oh make god sense. no. There's no arc. Like there, it just all of a sudden he's like, No, I'm just gonna be again, this it's person. it's like it's now.
1: entertaining enough as just like a straightforward thing because you already understand who the Joker is, even though this isn't that Joker. Or any Joker, really, like, that you've known before. But you know pretty much where B is going. Like, you you start at A and you're like, well, yeah. we're going to get there.
0: I mean, the film's leaning very hard on our expectations of what B is.
1: Right? I mean, and I honestly feel like that's maybe probably why I'm feeling entertained for just having watched it because I yeah. was – I wanted to see what was going to happen. Now that I know what happens, like, does that make that a good film? That, just that I – enjoyed not knowing was what was going to happen because i was curious yeah but there's no like payoff to my curiosity it's just over and now i know what happened like that's not fun for me no, i guess no, no, I, I, tol- I totally agree some people probably like that i think uh, that's
0: i think that's well said i think yeah i think some people are into that i think some, some people are just like they see movies as a race and when you get to the finish line you're like i got to do the thing mm-hmm. but uh hey whatever you want to absorb your media um yeah, I mean, like, the, the ending of the film is something I just, like, don't fucking like at all. I don't, I, that's, the ending of the movie, like, I, I don't think it's, uh, as rebel rousy y that I think that, like, people are going to position it as or people were afraid it's going to be. But I do think a lot of those things that people are anxious about when it comes to the movie are, are fucking there, you know? Like, I do yes. think it glorifies violence. I do think it yeah. glorifies people who, uh, feel like they're being, Uh, outcasted by society. And I don't think the movie is very critical of violence. I don't think the movie... I think the movie is just like, let's embrace chaos, let's embrace this character. And when you make something like the Joker, the protagonist, and there's no equalizer to him, then you just have this movie that's just like... Fucking, you know, it's
1: 100% it's, glorifying his actions. Uh, yes. I don't want to hear any argument that it's not. I, I mean, I do because I want to have that conversation. I want to hear it, but I don't agree. I'd really <laughs> lo- that's one of the things I'd love. I, I would have loved if we had somebody on the podcast that reacted to the movie a little differently. Right. Just in the sense of like, I would love to hear the argument for... Uh, the Joker's actions are not glorified and there's no endorsement. Uh, he's literally lifted up yes. as a god. He is dancing for his actions. On he is car. celebrated yeah. and he gets no punishment. He obviously cares and likes what's happening. It's not that he's being like, well, I don't fucking care. And I'll kill all these people. Like he's not being that joker. Like he likes that. Everybody is paying attention to him. That everybody is cheering for him. They're laughing. People are walking over him on the street. Not at him. Like I get what they're going for, but that's also, that comes after walking through a fucking hallway of bear traps and you got every fucking single one of them on your back. Like you just hit all of these notes that everybody was worried that you were going to hit and people are claiming in interviews and stuff like that that they're not. But, like, they fucking did. Yeah. I don't think that it's to the extent that maybe I was building it up in my brain the way some people were. But I think that they are definitely there. And I think that it is not really nuanced in a way that makes it engaging. I think it's yeah. just provoking. But it's not even that provoking. It's just kind of no. like, you're just doing the thing. Like, I've seen this done tons times better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, we, the things we're talking about now that we're in spoilers is kind of really just talking about, like, the end of the movie. Because it's kind of the thing that's just, like, it's the culmination of all of these disjointed threads that don't make a ton of sense. And it's also the most interesting part of the movie. And it doesn't, it just doesn't amount to anything. And then, the you know, they even go as far as, like, put him in an Arkham Asylum and he's doing the laughing. The, there's an the implication that he killed the therapist, I think. He has. Right? Like, I don't fucking know.
1: What does he say? He's like, you wouldn't get it? And it's just like... Oh.
0: Well, then he's ra- he's walking away with, like, the red... And, and he's the, doing that yeah. dance thing that, What's with like, the dance? The weird dance. I, it's like
1: a... I feel like I get, like, such a, like, like, dank meme vibe out of it, where it's just like, look at how goofy <laughs> the skeleton's moving. Well... You know, like, they deep fry it, and there's, like, a big, like, black hole with, like, purple rings around it, and it's just like, do not stare at the void, for the void <laughs> is not... <laughs> For the void is you or and it's just like a skeleton like looking up at it and like dancing. Weird shit.
0: I uh the scene after he kills the the Wall Street boys, even though it's not Wall Street in this film, it's William Street. Will Street. Yeah. Um fun. Chaos. Uh, Wow. Uh and he's doing like Tai Chi in the bathroom. Yeah. What's up with that?
1: Uh that is to make people stand up and cheer at Venice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He knows Tai Chi, he's and the jokester.
1: Look, there's one of two things going on right now. Yeah. Either it's something that is masterful and I don't get it. Insanely possible. Sure. Or two, it's um has absolutely no bearing on anything at all, and it's just something Joaquin Phoenix started doing, like the fridge scene, and they just shot it.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? Why? He just started
1: doing it, and they shot it. And that's why there's this really weird uh, hand motion with the camera where you can literally tell it's somebody picking the camera up and starting to move forward because they don't know what he's going to do next. Yeah, cool. And then he probably just didn't do anything that was interesting, and they cut it, and then they just go to him doing something else. Yeah, They cut him getting kicked down the stairs it's in the trailer. I hate when they cut things that are in the trailer that I like.
0: He gets kicked down the stairs. In the trailer he when he gets suited? punched by
1: Thomas Wayne – He's like, you think this is funny? And he punches him in the face. And then it's him rolling down the stairs of City Hall. You know, in the It Chapter 2 trailer, there's a scene where Pennywise like is in a hole on a wall. And then he jumps out and he's on the wall, kind of like Spider-Man. And it's a really cool scene in the trailer. It's not in the movie. It's not in the they movie. They cut it. I think it was uh, stuff that they cut from Mike's storyline because they thought he had too much storyline. <laughs> so they cut it. Maybe. I don't like it when they cut stuff from trailers because they get jazzed for certain scenes. He doesn't do the whole thing where like he pours the water on his mom's like like as a joke. He's like, "Oh, uh, no, yeah, I, that person's not awesome." Not I part. notice these things cuz I'm I'm clocking the things that I've seen in the trailer to see exactly what else what set pieces are left yeah. to see where we go and
0: Part of me likes, you know, I like it when when Marvel does it cuz I, I they do it as a way to kind of like keep the actual like movie they a secret. It, yeah. They fuck with it and I and I kind of like that. Yeah. In the um, same
1: way, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I finally saw, yeah, and which you, we won't talk about too away, much because you came away really liking up. it. Uh, I came away really liking it, but yeah. I really do like movies that pretty much, and no spoilers at all, I swear, that yeah. pretty much leave the entire third act out of the trailer reel.
0: Well, that's the best. That's I mean, the best thing to yeah. do
1: because then when you hit that, you just go, "Oh, now!" Oh, I haven't seen
0: this at all. Yeah, this it's is fun. all fresh. It's fun. Yeah, <sighs> I'm trying to think of other like. Spoily things to talk about besides um, just like the disjointed narrative of the film. What do you
1: think about – you know, we touched on the mentally ill and everything and that kind of – that moves on to his uh, mother as well. Sure. Who is just like, I had an affair with Thomas Wayne. We had you. Kind of a mixture of the two past things talked about but specifically the mom, uh, Frances Conroy? Oh,
0: the actress's name? Yeah. From sure.
1: uh, American Horror Story. A okay. couple seasons of that. Uh, phenomenal actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing really good work here. I think everybody's doing really good stuff.
0: Acting-wise? Perform- Acting Performance-wise? I doing fine. I, I can agree with that. Yeah,
1: I don't think that they really have any... Char- There's no characters, but no. I think that, like, the... There's a lot of
0: archetypes. Yes, play. and I yeah. think that
1: the actors are kind of bringing that stuff here. I mean, they hired two of the best actors in the fucking world to play these two just cops that have, like, two scenes where they're just, like,
0: yeah. yelling
1: and running around and shit.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I... Yeah, I think, yeah, she does do a good job. I, uh, it's again, it's, <laughs>
1: no, it's chaos. crazy, it's crazy
0: it's chaos. It's crazy coming from like reading the script and seeing these actors like really, yeah, that's definitely like, be interesting. Run. It's super interesting, you know. I think it's kind of what's like hanging me up a lot about the movie where I'm just like, oh wow, they really like made this like t- tangible, you mm. know, which is, is their job. That's the talent. But, like, you know, a lot of times, like, you uh, you read something after the fact. You read a script after the fact from seeing a movie and, like, you know, you see just, like, oh, yeah, there's this nugget on the page that this actor, like, really explored and pulled from. Ain't no nuggets on the page. They really brought their own kind of gravitas or, or skill set to the actual film. And that's, you know, something to to commend to a certain extent, you know.
1: Yeah. Again, I think that a lot of the people that are working on this film are talented. Yeah. Uh, I think Todd Phillips knows how to direct. I think that the, yeah. the 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 difference in like his past movies that I've seen in this one, uh, there's like, you know, there's similarities, but there's also like something really there where he's really going for something.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: he misses, but I think that he really went for it and that he had the confidence to go for it, uh, which is, again, commendable. And, you know, he, he made something that entertained me for two hours. Yeah. A little bit. You know, I'll be honest. Like, I'm not going to like be like, "Ah,
0: I don't want to see it again. I'll tell you that.
1: I would be interested to see it again with uh, a person who Who I think is or just a person who is jazzed for it that hasn't seen it yet. Okay. You know, I'd like somebody like a friend is just like, I'm so excited to see the Joker. And I'll be like, when are you going to go see it? Maybe I can go see it with you because then I can go like. You know, like, let's go grab a drink afterwards and just really talk about, like, what's up? Like, did you like it? I'd be very interested to see because I do feel like there is going to be a divide of people who are, you know, that are really expecting this movie to be just like a real pow Joker movie. And they're going to get something that's uh, just a little underwhelming. Yeah. Even through, like, the film's final minutes. Like, it doesn't go wild. It's very small and contained, which I respect. But I also think that it's going to let some people down.
0: I mean, it's not an origin of the Heath Ledger Joker, right? I think if we were to get an origin, and I think a lot of, that, of people think that I think that's that what they, th- they think, think it is, yeah. And I think if we if you were to get an origin of the Heath Ledger Joker, you would get something that's so fucked up it couldn't be on the screen, you know? Right. And I'm curious, you know, I think about I was trying to think about movies today because um, I was really grappling with this idea of movies that have a protagonist they're they're positioned as the hero and and they're a bad person. They're the protagonists of the film, but they're not good people. And I was thinking uh, about... Pitch like, Black. Pitch Black. Riddick. um uh, I was thinking about, like, Clockwork Orange.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. This is definitely trying to do shades of that and stuff. Yeah. But the biggest thing about Clockwork Orange is that... You know, even in the the movies that like Joker is kind of inspired by, uh, like uh, the Scorsese film specifically Taxi Driver and uh, King of Comedy. I don't know if you know this. Uh, the Joker movie was inspired by uh, Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver and The King of Comedy.
0: I've heard that it's pretty apparent. <laughs> Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the king of comedy in like almost two decades. And I was just like, Jesus fucking no, Christ. You this, calm the, the fuck down. <laughs> um, it's, uh, but I, I do think that like in clockwork orange, Kubrick is so good at being able to uh, just like depict without endorsing, constantly punishing the main character. You, you don't want to be this no. person. no. What he's doing is exciting and like a little dangerous and yeah. deadly, but like that's the point of movies It's escapism, but you're constantly reminded of the consequences that lurk just around every corner Whereas and the, where Joker, the consequences are even yeah. worse than anything that he's doing
0: whereas Joker. I think the film, you know blindly Maybe not even by <laughs> desi- I'm being very na- Well, that's a, no, that's
1: a very good word is
0: blindly kind of like making its audience being like wouldn't you want to be? this haven't you ever felt wronged or ignored what if you were in a position of power yeah. that was just fucking given to you mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're such a weirdo i guess
1: yeah move know. out of gotham what are you doing
0: it's yeah, going Just, get, out just go. get the fuck out of there there's trash everywhere and it escalated into complete utter chaos yeah. You know, what's interesting He's also... He's a straight white guy. He can get it done. He can get out of there. He can work. He can be a temp or something. You How know? old's his mom?
1: She's got to be eligible for some kind of benefits.
0: Well, no, they took away all of the social programs in Gotham.
1: So leave Gotham. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: There's a town called Metropolis right across the river, bro. Yeah, I hear there's this really douchebag reporter there. Ugh. Fuck him. Um, Did you like
1: the, uh, the cameo of um, the Riddler
0: in there? Oh, where was he? He wasn't in there. Oh, fuck.
1: There's nothing fucking in this movie that connects to Batman. And they're like, name the city Gotham. Uh, The guy running for mayor that is for the 1%. That's an Wayne. original idea still, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, people, maybe still, that Thomas people still Wayne. really
0: talking about that, right? It's like, they're talking about it, but I don't even think the terminology there <laughs> nah. is even really and the and same. Bruce
1: Wayne, look, wait, the, that kid's got to be, what, like eight tops?
0: Yeah.
1: So he's going to become Batman- got to be at least like 2021-ish when he gets back because he leaves after he leaves during college you know mm-hmm. for following like basic chronology of like being an adult and doing this yeah. it's got to be about 23 years old at least when he becomes Batman
0: at a very minimum yeah
1: great sure. so 30 years ago in this movie is when his mom was put in a mental hospital which means that he was already a child which he was probably about let's say seven or eight for the context of like he yeah. was Bruce's age Uh so that means that joker joaquin phoenix arthur fleck is 38 years old and that bruce wayne will not become batman for another 15 years so this joker is 53 years old when he starts fucking with batman for the first time and then they have a whole history together
0: well if they kind of almost
1: doesn't fucking make sense to put batman in the movie Hmm.
0: yeah if you're really trying to make this pitch to me where it's like about a rogues gallery villain without a hero to stop them then why are you even fucking why are you even making this if you're trying to make this movie that's also not connected to Didn't any we have DC? a show that just did that? What, uh, Gotham? Gotham? Chaos.
1: Chaos. And now, coming soon.
0: Well, I think Joker was closer to age. Pennywise or
1: whatever the fuck it's called.
0: I there are some pre reviews for that show Pennywise. that are out. People are like, no, it's really good. I'm like, Why the fuck does it exist? I was like All car- you cartoon
1: did- Alfred from the Batman animated series in a sewer drain, just like Must Wayne.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Must Wayne. come. Have a boat.
1: It's me, Alfred Pennywise.
0: You like me. Come. Um, Speaking to... Such a nice bat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking to like... You said you didn't like the laugh. No, it sucks, but it's fun to do.
1: I think it's a fun laugh. That's fine. I don't like how much they do it. No, I get it.
0: I always like the the way that like Heath Ledger's Joker and the Jack Nicholson Joker, mm-hmm. the way that they react to Batman is almost with like curiosity. 100%. They they meet him and then they're du-
1: they, oh, like, poke- Batman is just gonna really fucking salt the water of any yeah. Joker drink that you're sipping on.
0: Absolutely, because the whole thing is like the duality of them. Even the f- even when the movie presents this terrible idea of Thomas Wayne potentially being the Joker's. Dad, which is introducing the concept of these half brothers, which I do not think is a good idea. (laughs) No, but it's like kind (laughs) of interesting if you if you roll with it. If you kind of if you try and do it, but it's kind of
1: just like it's lame. It's it's like making Joker the dude that killed Bruce's parents and like the Tim Burton Batman. Like it works structurally for that movie because it has a fucking thesis and a tone that it's maintaining. Right, this movie doesn't have anything. It could have ended up that they were half brothers and there wasn't a reveal. Yeah. And it wouldn't make any fucking difference. That makes the whole plot pointless.
0: Right. Not it doesn't need to be
1: there because whichever outcome we got it wouldn't matter because the movie doesn't fucking care enough about anything that it's doing to yeah. really present us with something. They just want to they just really want to just like glorify this like Joker Gaga yeah. stuff. I,
0: I just so, like I don't know how anyone's like takeaway from seeing you know before this movie or even standing now with this movie existing. The best interpretation of the Joker that we've seen on screen is Heath Ledger, right?
1: They're all different, in my opinion.
0: Sure. But like, you know, the, the maybe the most prolific of uh, our, you know. Uh,
1: culturally, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think Mark Hamill is definitely a close second oh, there, depending yeah, on yeah, where for sure, your for sure. tastes lie.
0: I, I totally agree. I yeah. guess, you know, the, the thing that I think uh, still culturally in the zeitgeist people come back to Heath Ledger. Yeah. And He's the
1: modern interpretation yeah. of just like chaos. And it's just
0: chaos. You know, the, the the kind of people that want to be that Joker, the kind of people who really want to dress up and glorify that Joker. It's just like, you know, those are the people that I think this the, the people who are afraid of this movie, they're afraid of those people seeing this movie and being like, this this
1: really speaks to me, man. The movie is literally about a guy dresses up like a clown and murders some people on a train and then a bunch of people who feel like him start dressing up like clowns and destroy the city. It is a very irresponsible message.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Again, it's very stupid. So I'm hoping that <laughs> people, people see, it that way. <laughs> see it like as stupid and go like, uh, well, well, I guess s- I shouldn't do that. We'll but again, it. you know, people are looking for any reason to feel like the way, reason why they feel so bad about themselves is not their fault. Yeah. So, because sometimes it's not.
0: I mean, we have a character like this who's, who's given a platform. He's so weird and so out he's there that gifted he's, he's gifted a platform because of his crimes. Exactly, mm-hmm. and then he commits more crimes.
1: Yep, and he likes it.
0: Yeah, that's that's how he learns that he likes it because he's gonna. Kill and he him. likes he,
1: the attention he gets for it.
0: He's gonna kill himself on the Robert De Niro show.
1: I was really hoping that's how it was gonna end. That would have been so. If he killed cool. himself, I would have. Like, really I was just like, just really... fucking killed because let this... that would have been about something. There yeah. would have been a point to that, right? It, like that's the ultimate version of chaos yeah like it, it really would have been and i get that like they're teasing it and then you're like he's gonna shoot him but i was really hoping then he was gonna like shoot himself yeah because also ties back I mean, not like, to, like hoping like to <laughs> die but i was like Please. i was hoping that something was going to happen that was going to kind of like even just slightly begin to make a bow out of this dangling thread that's been going on for I two think, hours i think
0: just like killing this character like doesn't solve a lot of the problems but it definitely like uh Saw some of them in some ways. It it, gives it it, it a little finesse. It gives it something. Yeah, it's just like, you know, he didn't get to see, you know, he never got to see the chaos in the streets or something. He killed himself before that even happened, like... Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure how to interpret that, but I just think it's a little bit more interesting. I don't know. Maybe his
1: reaction to seeing like and I don't want to be like, you know, backseat backseat writer and all that shit. But like, you know, maybe maybe his his reaction to killing Murray, even though he wants to do it in the moment, because Murray is kind of like his surrogate father, the television society culture is his surrogate father and he realizes what he just did and like he thinks about everything that he's been doing and he's just like what the fuck am I doing yeah. I'm getting to do the thing that I've always wanted to do and I'm just like killing people and like he just freaks out like that's you know still kind of dumb but it's got something to it there's a yeah. weight there's a lesson there's a, a, a thesis no,
0: but then the movie continues to you know it, it uh, criticizes um, I think the, the media or like you know he, he does this violent act on TV and then it's Everywhere, and then it incites more violence, and you know, again, it's 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 the attention. Movie. He's on TV, yeah. And it, you know, the thing is, the movie seems to be made by someone who's also just pretty much seeking attention and doesn't really seem to care about fucking anything. Again, the movie is made by someone who doesn't. I-, I can't speak to Tom, uh uh Todd Phillips is as a, as a fucking char- as a person. You know, right. I'm not going to pretend that I know the guy, but I'm just saying what I glean from the movie that the people involved in creating it are trying to create a character. That is a cash machine in the real world and is eating the cultural controversy of the things around the film to feed itself and to make it this terrible thing.
1: I don't know. We're going to definitely get some interviews from people because people are going to start asking questions. Uh, Yeah. If I were a betting man, which I am. You are. I would say that I do not think that anything negative that we are saying about the movie in terms of just like – I think I'm in terms of the controversy surrounding it and the really weird endorsements that it is presenting, but also the movie as a film, as a piece of art itself, and the things that it is doing. I do not think that any th- any of those things were done intentionally. I think that they were d- done by accident by stupid people. Yeah. Um, maybe, I, and I'm probably dumber than them because I'm not rich, but that doesn't <laughs> make them smart. Sure. And it's it's, there is just, there is a level of self-awareness that you need when talking and presenting entertaining versions of these concepts. And so many of them all at once. And there's just, there's no fucking stitching to this quilt. There's just all of these just random rags, just floating around. Even if you,
0: even if like the, like, this is me putting on the mask of like the most like given this movie the benefit of the doubt you you have these people who are like the joker is an agent of chaos how do we boil down this essence of chaos we how do we boil down this fun idea of him not having a concrete origin read reddit comments for an hour i guess i mean that's the thing this movie is just like you know there's there's elements of just like what joker is to people but like what joker is to me is a villain is someone who is a fun adversary is someone who you really like to see challenge our heroes. And Because he's scary. Because he's scary and he's a bad person. That's the thing. Like, you know, that was I always I I've talked your ear off about this, but the Dexter TV show. Yeah. I've always talked about how like
1: Dexter's a bad boy.
0: Dexter, Dexter's a bad boy. I always like the first, you know, four seasons or so of Dexter because like they Make him a hero, and you kind of want to see him get better. But at the end of the day, you have to criticize his actions.
1: Mm-hmm. He's a bad boy killing bad boys. Yeah,
0: yeah Better boy. He's a gun you're pointing in a direction, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, in season two, I always, I always love season two because like he's really bad. It's great. It's so good. But then, as you know, as the seasons progress, they they really start glorifying his actions, trying to make him into this like serial killer superhero. Which I was just like, yo, tee out, mm-hmm. tee out. is bad. Like this is just not a good thing, and it's just it's just problematic, you know.
1: It's problematic, uh, which is the controversy. I think that started this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think that I think I do think that they know what they're doing in terms of presenting a Joker movie that they can advertise to be able to make money in October, which n- very rarely has big movies coming out. Uh, yeah. It's it's gonna work that way. So they're smart. But I also just think that, you know, I think that this movie would have been way more interesting if people at the helm were not only talented, but also had tact. They don't have to agree with me and have the same sensitivities as me. I'd actually prefer it if something like this was completely against everything that I, all of my observations are in direct contrast in it. But there's nothing going on. I, I can't have a conversation with a wall. That has like ideas written on it. I can only read those ideas and I can't converse with them. They're not communicating with me because they're not ideas that I agree with and they're not presented in a way that connects with me particularly. I do believe that there's going to be a rainbows, rogues gallery of people who are going to have all the different shades of opinions on this movie that you can possibly have. And I think that that's going to be fun to I, go into I, and swim around him for the next couple weeks. I'd love
0: to see someone like really make a case for like what makes the film interesting or what makes it like fun to watch or at least what makes it like uh, an important film at least. An important film at least outside of what the conversation around it starts. Like what con- like in the film is important.
1: If Joaquin Phoenix wins best actor for this and beats out Brad Pitt, or Leonardo DiCaprio Uh-oh. from Once Upon a Time. Well, in then
0: I, I become an agent of chaos. If,
1: <laughs> if Brad Pitt does not get nominated for you, the best actor, or best supporting actor, because I'll, I'll take either one that gets him in there. Sure. I don't think it's a supporting role at all, but I'll take it if, it gets, if he does not get nominated, I will...
0: Is he a supporting actor in that movie? Or I don't he...
1: think so, but, you know, sometimes they twist it a little bit just to, like, be able to get the nominated. They're like, oh, he's not going to be able to stack against those five, but maybe you could make the nominations of the supporting... It's a hard they sell, They fuck man. around, yeah, because eh, it's hard. Leo, you know... He's the bigger name. He's the bigger name well, It's literally he has, a longer name.
0: It's literally a longer a, name. He also both has names he are has wrong. way more lines than the than the actual film. Yeah. 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 that movie's good. Um before we wrap up, yeah. uh, if we could put on our Todd Phillips hat, what his pitch of making the Joker is is what he was telling a Warner Brothers executive, instead of making what Marvel's doing. Let's do something that they can't do. Let's exploit our rogues gallery of villains and make movies about them. Starting this kind of blacklist uh, series of villain focused films.
1: Mm-hmm. Because what we're doing is not working. Exactly. I love birds of prey.
0: Looks like it might fuck. Pretty it it's,
1: like it's pretty fun. looks like it's
0: pretty good.
1: They got some Ewan in there.
0: I'm into it. also, you, I mean, black got, mask. Like, I want to see in the big screen as Man. the,
1: as Watto, uh, what was he? Wait, what Watto. What did we... We were, he's, he's, <laughs> he's probably, we were watching... He's, an, on, he's, he's up the streets. of the streets. <laughs> like Joe, we Joker were, is also of we the watching. streets. We, we wanted oh, to we see... We forgot. We wanted to see the look of the man who does the voice of Watto from 1999 Star Wars... <laughs> Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, and its sequel, Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones from 2002. Yep. Uh, and we found him, and I wanted an interview of him doing Watto. I wanted to see that man make Watto. We almost says, like, didn't get it, we, too. We got <laughs> we it, though. We did get it. And he good. was like, it, someone was explaining to him over the phone, like,
0: what is Watto? Like, what's he like? And he said, well, he's of the streets. Yeah, which is like he's the night... the. We all know what he's trying to say. He's of the streets. That is the nicest way to ever he's say it. He's of
1: the streets. He's got street cred.
0: Um, but like, as Waddle <laughs> would say, yeah,
1: I see Birds of Prey, and I'm like, oh, this looks like a fun movie. And then Ewan McGregor shows up, and I go,
0: this man. Ewan? Ewan! It is you! It is you! Yeah. Um, L- little ruin. If we could quickly put on our Todd Phillips hat, of course, do a Wado uh, sidebar as much as you can. If we yeah. could put on our Todd Phillips hat and talk about uh, or in pitch a rogues gallery villain getting its own movie, this kind of separate, even less Batman in it than this movie forced itself to have. What character would you choose to have that movie be about?
1: They all are uninteresting without
0: Batman. You think about like a film you, you, genre You, do you want first. Me to do first, Yeah. Okay.
1: I think I know what it is. Were we were talking about it the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You want Clayface, right?
0: No, oh, actually, no, no, okay. no. All I right. wanna do I wanna do Mr. Freeze. Oh, cool. Okay, good. Mr. Freeze, science kind of story gone awry. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to be really long, kind of excruciating take of him dealing with his wife being sick, maybe Society <laughs> rejects, course. you know, Definitely. him trying to to bend science, to play God, to try and fix his wife's condition. Mm-hmm. And because he chooses to go against what society's telling him to do, this horrible accident happens, which puts her in stasis and changes him fundamentally.
1: Who who plays Mr. Freeze? Arnold, fortunately.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, good job. I don't know. Uh, Sylvester Stallone? No. No. I don't know. I don't know how George I George include- Clooney. Oh, please. Hey, come on now. Hey, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. Um, I don't know. I have to figure that one out another day. Okay. Do so you got anything now?
1: Uh, I mean, let's go through, like, I probably like to pick something really weird. Like, I'm really, I'm really excited that we have Zaz in Birds of Prey. I think that's really cool. I think between Zaz and Black Mask, the two male characters in Birds of Prey. Sure. You know, I've seen, like, the Birds of Prey TV show. I've seen interpretations of them. I've never seen Zaz or Black Mask in a live action movie. Mm -hmm. And I am boy, so I like the boys. You like boys. Um, I mean, that cast is just stacked, though. You watch that trailer and you're just like, Birds of in Prey, it
0: too? Birds of Prey, I'm shocked. I'm like, this movie looks like it's great. Uh,
1: I would say, I mean, I think Black Mask on that note would be an interesting choice. Uh, you know, I think that if you got the right people behind it, both like script wise, directing wise, shooting everything, and just like we're able to kind of, like, I think The Joker would be a really good. <laughs> Because it would immediately make money because he's the most popular one. Yeah,
0: it would make so much money. Yeah, um, I think also you do like an actual like kind of crime. You elongate the Two Face kind of narrative mm-hmm. too. That could be fun. You could do like Clayface you, being an pick, actor. Why pick too? one?
1: You could do like a bunch of them. Oh, do
0: like a few Rogues yeah. together, and it yeah. could be
1: like before Batman shows up because otherwise he'd just be like arresting them all the time. Just fucking. So you them could up, do it yeah. like you know I don't know like like 10, 15 years yeah before. Batman is Batman or whatever like that and it can take place in Gotham and yeah. you can follow like just like another ancillary character somebody who's like older than Batman like Commissioner Gordon Sure, you can follow him like around when he's I
2: love that, yeah. when
1: he's like that's literally what the show Gotham is
2: And <laughs> explaining the
1: show Gotham to you that they started uh, like six years well ago. what
0: if they made it better Ugh. what if they made a good version also you do something kind of like Birdman but Clayface it's about him trying to take on personas and like it's all, rise. It's through, all in one shot. It's all in one shot. But he's rising through the ranks of being an actor, and he's he's chameleoning, doing it all, and, and manipulating the the Hollywood system. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool ways. I mean, Batman villains are some of the most interesting road gallery villains that any superhero could have. There's a lot of interesting takes you could do on it. It's just hard when you don't have Batman there, because you got the pendulum swinging in one direction, and that's not good for narrative storytelling. Mm-hmm. But give me that Mister Freeze. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'd love like a movie where it's like the Riddler is already a character in the Batman universe and like there's just like, you know, and it's like seven and like two cops stumble upon yeah. this case and it's like they're on the case of the Riddler and they bump into Batman at one point or right. something and then they're just like maybe I'm Batman's half-brother and you know, and like they <laughs> they like weird some motherfucker out in a urinal yeah. and all uh, and
0: Do you think they're gonna try and tie the Joker into the Matt Reeves Batman movie at all? The fifth year Try, AG,
1: okay. absolutely succeed. No, I okay. don't think so because I don't think Joaquin Phoenix will do
0: it. He can't lose all that. Weight I again. literally, I high. literally
1: <laughs> don't think that they would do that. Like that, yeah. he would do that. I don't. Like, I don't think
0: he would do it. The either. whole
1: Tony Stark thing of like he's going to come back because they're going to shake that money in front of Robert Downey Jr.'s face and they'll be like, "Come on."
0: Be Iron But Joaquin Phoenix AI. is just like
1: yeah. you know, just like. Yeah, I'm an artist, man. And I just, you know, (laughs) I was in Gladiator. I've been there, done it.
0: Yeah. Don't need this. Does
1: it seem like it's getting crazier out there? (laughs) All I have are negative thoughts.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hot Takes. I like it when he
1: dyes his hair green and he starts dancing around. That's fun. He's all goopy. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that entire scene with him dying his hair and then he's got the white face and then his two the clown king. friends come in and he kills the Yellow King. <laughs> you remember Yellow... Because that's the guy who plays the Yellow King in True Detective Season 1.
0: That is the guy who plays the Yellow mm-hmm. King. Sorry, I was... Who's not g- in I was, True almost- Detective
1: Season 2 because they kind of change... Don't everything fucking, don't up, fucking do this. got right an now. amazing stack cast I
0: got yellow I got a uh, yellow king confused with uh Farouk the shadow king and his he's like, a yellow little man he's yeah, a yellow, some little, point, his, yeah. his like chubby form that he yes, takes Yeah, that yeah. mask Uh thank you again so much for listening to this episode of hot takes if you made it this far and made it towards the end I can I cannot thank you enough um this is not the only podcast on story screen story screen is a host to many different shows articles reviews and even has its own movie theater that sells t-shirts mm-hmm. and movie tickets mm-hmm. and now booze so come on down the story screen uh it is uh, located in beacon new york which i assume you know it's in the uh it's in our name that's the thing that we do uh so yeah Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, please go on StoryScreenBeacon.com and check out uh, our other articles, our other podcasts, um, our reviews. You can look for Showtimes on there as well. We're on Spotify. Um, you can buy a fucking t-shirt mm-hmm. through the website or here at the Brick and Mortar Mom and Pa's store here. If you want to talk to us, we're usually here as well. Yeah, and, yeah uh, we are we hear a lot. <laughs> also, a big
1: shout out to uh, Von Holt for doing all of our music and stuff. I yes. always want to try and get that in there now. Was, if he's awesome. Yeah, he's
0: on SoundCloud. SoundCloud right? at Von Holt. Yeah. yeah, so check him out if you're into those tunes. He does fun some really stuff. cool, like, similar to what you heard earlier, but that kind of, like, techno grungy kind of sound that's pretty poppy. It's Fun shit. Cool. He's fun shit. Yeah. it's good. Um, but, yeah, so, again, can't thank you enough. Uh, hope to see you guys at the theater. If you want to talk about Joker, just, you know, be polite. <laughs> That's all I can ask Be polite Yeah And uh, so yeah uh, Burge give me your best uh, Joker laugh
1: Like how I laughed During the movie
0: <laughs> Maybe Is that uh, your joke Is At one joke point I
1: think I was, I At one point I think something Really silly happened And I was just like <laughs> uh,
0: I think mine would be the.
1: I the, think that was when Bruce Wayne showed up And he was like what's your
0: name? And I was like, <laughs> say it, you fucking kid. Say it.
1: We already, say it. it. Just say it. Like, say it. Bruce. said I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it fucking is.
0: That would be the, Heath Ledger. the, ooh, ah, ah, ooh,
1: ooh, oh yeah. I do like, uh, the Jack Nicholson. He's like, uh, I'm
0: glad you're dead. <laughs>
1: yeah, that one's
0: good. That one's good.
1: Uh, it was a bad laugh he doesn't laugh like that he's got he's also got like the, he's also got a really good snicker at one point where he's like <laughs> cuz he says like uh he doesn't you, he doesn't my do my number one guy and he, then when he, he walks away he yeah. goes like you number
0: one that seems really good he doesn't do the straight up laugh like the other joker's no he does
1: like little snickers yeah. i heard somebody talking about jack Nicholson's joker and they referred to it as jack Nicholson doing his best Jack Nicholson impression
0: (laughs) for that character. And I was like, that's fucking pretty good. Spice. It's a spice. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging in with us. Uh, Hope to talk to you soon. Keep on listening. And I'm Robbie Anderson. I'm Mike Burge. See you soon. Bye. Peace.
2: Check, 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 check,
1: check.
0: Mic check. Mic check. check. Mic check 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 check. Mic check check. Mike, are you checking
1: the mic? I'm checking the mic right now. Check, check, check. Check check
0: check check. Checking the mic. Check. Check check Checking the mic.
1: Oh, Moving the oh. mic around. Mm-hmm.
0: Check
2: check. Yeah, I think we're pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um Yeah, you know, they said the sun and the clowns, and here we are. Now like it there. Yeah.